0: Welcome again to another episode of The Contender of the Faith. I'm your host Robert Jones. Uh, We're glad that you could tune in today on this July the 15th, 2017 beautiful Saturday. I pray that all is well with you. We thank the Lord for you on today. You're special to God. Lord Jesus we thank you, we love you, we appreciate your Father and everything that you do. We ask you Lord that you would bless your people On today That you will remove Every stubborn thing From off of them In the name of Jesus Every problem, every situation We rebuke you in the name of Jesus Satan the Lord Jesus rebuke you You have no witness, you have no authority You have no place In God's people Lives In the name of Jesus We come against every destructive thing Everything that will try to bring down God's people. We come against you right now. We come against the spirit of sickness and disease. We come against time bombs in the body. We come against the sickness that will try to hide inside of the believer's bodies and people's bodies. And that will try to come to and show up at an appointed time. We come against you right now. We bind you right now in the name of Jesus. We remove your life source from you in the name of Jesus. We come against oppression and depression. We come against suppression. We come against retaliation. We come against every single thing that the enemy will try to throw our way in the name of Jesus. We ask you Lord to bless each and every person on this call, on this broadcast. Give them the desires of their heart. Send your peace. Send your love. Send your understanding to them right now Lord. We so appreciate who you are Lord. And it's in your name Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. We truly, truly thank the Lord for you on today and for the one and if anybody on this uh broadcast that are new, we are the contender of the faith broadcast where we oppose sayings that are not biblical and we go against those things with the Bible, the word of God. That's in Jude one and three. We thank the Lord for you. And if you so desire to tune in to us live on Sunday mornings. If you don't have a church home or you can't get to church. You can tune in live. You can call in. It's a call in service. 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 720-820-1583. Once again I'm Robert Jones your host. I really really thank the Lord for you Listeners. From all around the world. Amen. That have accessibility to our broadcast. And what we're saying. Amen. And we dealt with last week about spiritual warfare. And how to overcome. How to defeat the devil. And one of the things that's tied into. The uh, spiritual warfare is. uh, Rejection. Rejection is a. Demon. Man, I know all so well about rejection and what it looks like, and how does it come, and who uh, it comes from. A lot of times, and this is a subject matter that really never gets old for me. And of all the years I've been ministering, I've, you know, that's something that I've always uh, seen uh, that pops its head up in the body of Christ, all around, even on jobs and even in the secular arena there is a form of uh, rejection I think about I don't really do sports but I do have uh, you know some children that, that do it and one thing I see when I do I observe and watching is that you have a team that will get all the way to the end and they will win these trophies and they win these championships and their Super Bowls and then the next year uh, they started all over again and everything they done the year before you have to do better and our society is full of rejection even on the job where if you I worked in places where we um, always in competition from our previous budget so this year we make eighty thousand dollars next year they expect us to make ninety or at least more than eighty and so you're always in competition it's always a rejection if it doesn't um, fit the way it's supposed to so Dealing with rejection, there's five basic levels of five things that, um, you know, deal with, uh, that, that, that can, that can actually affect people, um, emotional abuse, physical abuse, molestation, incest, and of course, just all around rejection, that's one of them that still is is amazing because rejection, uh, will create or will, um, open the door for more rejection it could be something simple it can be a joke you can when you're self-conscious or you deal with rejection someone can be laughing at something that's not pertaining to you and you will feel as though they're talking about you so we tend to think of uh, addictive behaviors as only substances obsessions but uh, it can be other things it is more to it than that so though we are called to live in family and community we must be careful not to become unbalanced due to our hurts and pain people even our spouses are not um, are not uh, uh, immune from, from passing on this rejection uh, because people that have been rejected many times do reject and this opens up a door for codependency and all these other things that will um, eventually lead to a person um, becoming bitter because you have know, the rejection and you have the bitterness that comes in and man I'm trying to watch this time because I can get into the whole spill and and next thing you know, it's, it's time to to stop. But So we deal with the codependency. Some symptoms of codependency. Codependency simply means that you're dependent on someone else. And you can't make your own decisions. And that's, a, that's pretty much what re- rejection is a form of. You're depending on what other people think. And what they say. And how they look at you. You need to be accepted. So some symptoms of codependency are low self-esteem. Uh, One of them is a people pleaser That's a big one People pleaser Need others to like you Uh, One of the biggest things I see in operation every day Of many people lives People that are actively Facebookers I mean you post something And you want people to respond And that check That like That share Means approval 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 But you after a while If you don't have a balance, you can become a people pleaser uh poor boundaries and that's one uh you can't say no I'm moving a little quick uh, a little faster so we can get through a lot of this um reactive and defensive uh that's often a result of having poor boundaries you every somebody tell you something you all um you know you can be reactive or you can have a defense up. you don't allow a person to be able to share what it is they're um, feeling Uh, over caring that is one um, I've seen that one in in operation Uh, over caring uh, to the point of giving up yourself and putting others needs over your own you just care more about the next person than yourself and really I don't really believe that it starts out that way I think you just want to be an example on how you think it should be so I'm gonna care for you I'm going to care for you and I want you to reciprocate. I want you to do back for me. And many times that does not happen. And then you have some issues that come along um, and you become overcaring. Controlling (coughs) coupled with fear. (coughs) Many times, excuse me, many times um, controlling uh, people have fear uh, based in that control. Um, they need to always stay in control of their life and emotions. So, it 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 it, it um a controlling person many times, uh, as I said, have fear, but it will pass itself off only as controlling, and they're confident and they're manipulative, and and you always want to know where I'm going. You always want to know everything about me. Well. They don't want to lose anything, so it's based in a fear. It's not based in a trust system. Uh, dysfunctional communication. Difficulty communicating with a person about your feelings and your needs. Um, you know, you don't, you can't uh, uh, honestly tell the person what it is you uh, feel. And that was something I think we, that was something like the poor boundaries, I think. Or something, one, one of those we write. shame uh, Shame-based uh... you are afraid to be vulnerable you know everyone else goes through things everyone else uh... battle this and battle that of fighting this and fighting that but when it comes to you you know you're 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 superman you're superwoman you don't you're wonder woman you don't you don't um, uh... have issues like everyone else uh... and another one is obsessive you tend to spend a lot of time talking about people or relationships especially if think if you think you made a mistake you know you become excessive obsessive, obsessive in your uh, communication and these are symptoms of uh, codependency and that um, brings in the rejection that we are so uh, sincere about dealing with. I've ministered rejection before, and what I've noticed is it does not go away if there's no deliverance. Many people uh deal with rejection and it's a um it's like you know it's like a to me it's maybe a funny uh, uh comparison, but it's like a bill you know you you pay it off and you think that you know um you know you're good and then the next thing you know you you um uh, have the, uh, a new bill come along I mean for people that experience you know that bill come in every month but if you're just new to bill paying you know you get excited because you paid your bill and then, and sure enough next month or every however real frequency of your bills come you have another one to pay and that's what rejection does um you think you're over it you think you know what I've, I've i'm over it this day i I'm all right I don't need people I, I i'm 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 good you know next time this happens I'm gonna know how to handle it and then it happens again and you find yourself owing uh words uh, of um of uh even words of, of of apology you find yourself apologizing to people and you find yourself actually being o- Uh, nicer than you really want to be because you want this in return. So you make sure sure, and certain that you are giving people what you want them to give to you with the very hopes of thinking that they will say, okay, you know, I see how nice you're being. I see how you are um, treating me. I'm going to treat you that same way. And that is where many of us get in trouble because we do things sometimes outside of the will of God because that's that's what we want to do and we get mad because there's no um, uh, positive results and then this becomes a cycle Amen uh, Let's go to scriptures Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast um, I'm your host Robert Jones um, Psalms 34 Psalms 34 Drop us a line in. Tell us how we're doing. no flesh glory at gmail.com uh, www.noflesh.org Psalms 34 verses seventeen through 20. It says the righteous King James Version, the righteous cry, and the Lord hear it, and delivered them out of all their troubles." out of all their troubles 18 the verse says the lord is nigh or close unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit and the 19th verse says uh, many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord deliver him out of them all and the last verse is 20 psalm 35 verses 17 and 28 Uh, He keepeth all his bones. not a one of them is broken. So the Lord is a protector. The Lord don't want you to have to go through these uh, battles with rejection. He is your God. He's our God. He's my God. He's your God. Um, He don't want you to have to deal with all of these issues that you sometimes, unfortunately, bring upon yourself. Because you want friends. You want to be accepted. You want to be noticed. You want to be recognized. Amen. And these, these things will... Bring harm to you. The Lord won't, don't want this harm brought to you. The Lord love you, Amen. The Lord love you with a what? Godly love. I mean, of course, He's God, and we have to be careful, watchful. When we, what are we involving ourselves with? And who are we involving ourselves with? And what time are we giving that's not uh, of God? And we can't be angry with people because we made a decision to spend time with them to allow them because if you the reason I say allow them when you become any kind of believer for have a length of time the Lord would give you insight and wisdom to say, you know, this is not who I want you to be with. This is not the people I want you to be around. Uh, I want you to do dust and sow, sowing dust. And sometimes we do it because that's what we want to do. Then we turn around and get mad with God because he, quote unquote, didn't protect us. Uh, John 15 and 18. And I just want to get these two scriptures and keep it moving. And it goes on, John 15 and 18, King James Version. It says, if the world hate you you know that it hated me before it hated you so now we got a dilemma you know cause sometimes we uh... sometimes people like to put their issues beyond God yeah you know God I understand you died on the cross but you know what I dealt with is similar to that I've been dealing with rejection all my life I try to give people everything and they don't give me anything back people think I'm crazy people think I'm this people think I'm that and what I've learned is that if you are uh, being occupied in the things of God. Now, being occupied in the things of God is not ignoring what's going on around you. You just choose to take a route of um, of encouragement through the word of God. Uh, some preachers, some people will tell you um, not to pay attention to what's going on around you. And, um, you know, you just do what you have to do. Well, one thing I do know. Um, that God is not into you having to deal with things that um, he didn't put you through of course and many times that we don't find out if it's God or we just take that it is God then we will fight uh, just unaware that this battle may not be something that God um, uh, orchestrated um, I'm a firm believer that because God is our father and we his children and I and I can only make the analogy, being a father, and I love my kids. I won't just do things to purposely harm them and hurt them, and, and 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 do damaging things to my kids, and yet still have the title as father, as Jesus does. Jesus has a title that's higher than ours. He's Jesus. He's our brother. He's our dad. He's yet God. And. Why would he. What would he get out of this harmony and hurting you. And you know. Putting these things upon you. So you can. uh, You know. Do whatever. See that's religion. We've been taught that. And I know that won't of course fly over. For everybody. So. Rejection is worse than any. uh, Deadly disease. Um, Because. That deadly disease. uh, Have an end to it. Whether Healing or um, whatever, it it has a a, it has an expiration date. Um, But when you don't deal with rejection, it will eventually deal with you. Rejection is open ended and has no closure, and it stems from our childhood. Let me say that again. Rejection is open and it has no closure. It stems from our childhood. You want to know why you deal with rejection? You want to know why you are so bitter? You want to know why you are so angry? Because it comes from your childhood. The immediate response to our boundaries being violated in childhood brings us to a point in our spirits and even in our subconscious mind that I know, that I know, that I know. That I'm dirty, I'm damaged, I'm different, and I feel everybody around me knows it too. When you get rejected when you're a kid, it follows you. When you are an adult, I can uh, quick testimony for me, and I'm not ashamed to say this. Growing up, I used to uh, always get into fights, and and I did nothing to to to, to deserve the fight, uh, but people were going to fight me and. One thing I noticed is I never got into into a fair fight. It wasn't just me and that person. It was always where I get jumped. Or I start out one way and it's always another way. And I never understood that. And I, and I um, found out later in life, many years later, that I was different because of a call upon my life. And one thing the enemy really, really try to do. If you have a calling life especially, he will, the enemy will send people your way to try to bring damage to you. Um, you think about it. Uh, Like the warehouse of a grocery store, say Walmart for instance. Walmart has a warehouse. And uh, and in that warehouse there are different foods, fruits, vegetables or what have you. And the job for the people that's packing is to ensure that that uh, groceries, those groceries, those products uh, get to the actual store in a timely manner but not damaged. So make that spiritual, that warehouse represents uh, where we come from in our lives, um, where we start out at. And that grocery store represent maybe your call or where you're at now or how you walking in the things of God. So if you got damaged through the, through the packaging, if you will, um, then when you get to the grocery store, uh, you that item won't sell. It will become what damaged people that do a lot of shopping like we do. We we have kids. We have to. We sometimes will buy a damaged item that may be still in good condition. What I mean by damaged item, it may be a uh, a box of cereal that has a uh, package that is torn, but the 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 contents the bag isn't tapper but the box is the outside and many times that's what happens we become damaged and when we become damaged then guess what we are looking to damage others not even subconsciously just the way we talk we are a little bit more abrasive we are uh, not understandable people don't understand us they think that we maybe are mean uh, when I say we I'm bringing me in it because I hate to separate me from you because we are one uh, as far as uh, being human so, that is some of the ways where we deal with uh, rejection. So, it becomes subconscious. That's what we stopped off at. Um, and with that, uh, dealing with the subconscious, we set ourselves up for potential being rejected because something was wrong with us that caused this thing to happen. And we can enta- we can really trace the, the fear of rejection to our childhood. Uh, something that happened in our childhood, the message that we heard. Um... Uh, The traumas, the things we were told by parents, peer groups. uh, Brothers and sisters, cousins, aunts, whatever. Um, Those things will bring in uh, rejection. And we all know rejection. Rejection from friends. uh, Not being picked on the team. Uh, You know, I've seen that growing up. And I don't know how that managed to uh, even be part of growing up. But it did. I mean, you were standing in the line. And especially being a male, you want to, you know... Growing up you want to Especially as a male Want to be looked upon as In my community Athletic you know Uh, So you're standing in line And you don't uh, Look the part Many times they won't pick you. So not being picked, not being picked up uh, for a team. uh, You're not being the prettiest girl or uh, handsomest boy. You know, struggling with your weight that's a big issue. Uh, People, you know, overweight or underweight. Mine was underweight. I grew up. I was underweight. They called me all type of names: drug addict. And and I was only like 16, 17 years old. Uh, And I was just thin. And so I got those names. then the deeper traumas of rejection from parents, and then it comes to sometimes the sexual, physical, emotional abuse. Some of the deepest rejection is from our parents. One of the that's really where a lot of this stuff will start from, because the parents are the uh, protector. So a child knows his parents, and let me just say, let me just say this while I'm in this place. You know, many times in our society, um, American society the the male get to make the baby and he gets many times to walk away and so many of my male counterparts uh, are harder or uh, they don't you know the mom stays she couldn't go you know now don't get me wrong there's some moms that abandon their kids but the male most of the of the time he gets to go if he don't want to be there and the mom is stuck with raising the kids then all the anger all the hate all the animosity that the young boys have they place it upon their mother. Their mothers become their queens. And that's a wonderful, nice, cute thing. But when you are looking to be married one day. Then mother can't be your queen. She needs to be your mother. That's a whole nother topic. And then father gets to walk away. So now I'm mad with you dad. Because you wasn't there at all. You didn't do right by mama. So now you having a wife. And now you still doing for your mother and your wife. And nothing's wrong with that. But it should be a balance. You see, and when I, when my mother was living, I've always done for my mother, if I could, even growing up, I would, you know, do odd jobs for my father to uh, get money, and he would give me money, and I would buy my mother a gift for Mother's Day, and and, and all type of um. Uh, Uh, holidays and when I got married I still did for my mother and I did for my wife of course but my mother passed away and I continued doing for my wife so this thing has to be balanced because if it was one way and I only did for my mother uh then you know it would have been a problem for for my wife and I didn't want to do that to my wife and I didn't want to do that to my mother so it's you know it's a balance you guys get what I'm saying I'm rambling on in this but I need you to understand what I'm saying and I believe you do so a child knows his parents should love him a child knows that we also grew up hearing so many negative statements about ourselves all of this causes us to believe I'm damaged I'm dirty I'm different there's something wrong with me and hence you have to deal with uh don't have to deal with rejection um, and then, uh, you know, one of the biggest things is then many people testify of experience that you uh, come on in and you accept the Lord Jesus Christ and you come into the church and you are accepted. See, many people don't. That when you come into the church and you sincerely, you are accepted. You not being accepted comes in many times if you decide to leave that church. Uh, if you rebuttal against the doctrine of that church. If you um, are maybe being used by the Lord in that church. And that brings in a big rejection that goes on in the body of Christ. And some people who are not believers won't ever come in. Ultimately, them not coming in have nothing to do with the church. But people like to use that want to Throw that out there. For the people who say I'm not coming to church. who's Who may be listening to this. Who are not a believer. You know in your heart. You're not coming in. Because it's something more deep. Or something more sinister. Going on inside of you. Why you don't want to uh, go or come in. Uh, because when I was out in the world. I didn't want to come in. I didn't like Christians. I hated Christians. My mother was a Christian. I didn't hate her. But I hated Christians. I mean the concept of it. But it had something dark and sinister. And wicked in me. That didn't want me to come in to accept my call. So it's not really about. Uh, the Christians, you, sometime or we, sometime, um, will create these uh, scenarios so we will be comfortable where we at, so the enemy can finish using us up and then discard us like he, uh, like he loved doing. <laughs> so we know. So going on, get another scripture. Get another scripture, so we so we can uh, move on. I think I'm probably want to deal with this some more. Next week too Because this is a good subject matter Good topic And this this is how we um, Get delivered You want to know about deliverance And and how to stay delivered And how to stay saved And not to deal with uh, The temptations of the enemy Well the first thing is you read your word And the second thing You have to be diligent Binding and rebuking the devil Doing your confessions Being around other believers that believe like you get your prayer partner. You need your prayer partner. You need somebody. If you married. That's your prayer partner. But you may need somebody else. Uh, in addition. Um, you know to, to, to that person. To that to that couple. To that uh, spouse. Uh, Psalms 27 and 10. It says. Now this is good. When my father. And my mother. Forsake me. Then a the Lord will take me up. And that can be. Um in two steps it could be they passed on you know many people are close with their parents and the parents leave my parents, parents uh are gone, is gone um and um uh, you know that can be hard but the bible say in the book uh psalms 27 and 10 if that happens i uh, will take you up. I will be your father. I will be your mother. And then of course there's the other side. The rejection. You never knew your father. You never knew your mother. Uh, you knew them. But they wasn't able to spend quality time with you. Because they were working. And they were doing this and doing that. And so those things you definitely will um, destroy. You. Uh, who we can possibly be and to deal with rejection you just have to go to the root and that's what we're doing You always got to go to the root if you cut down a tree you can't you know of course if the tree is big you start at the top and you work your way down but you can work your way from the top down but you still have to deal with the roots if you don't want that tree there anymore so you can cut you can play around with it and cut a little leaf here cut a little branch there but unless you deal with the root of your problem there's no deliverance. There's no. There's no. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me change that. There's no permanent deliverance. Many times people need a um, a, a solution, a temporary solution. You know, that's what medicine is. You go to the doctor and and um, you know they give you medicine. Uh, sometimes can heal the issue, but most of the time it's just a cover up, a temporary solution. So we know babies learn through sight, touch, and audio. This is why we need to see and feel new things. We so the they need to discover and learn from, the, and that's how they really discover and learn from these things. Um, you have to you have to uh, be able to be a part of of what's going on. Um, one one thing I do know is that for you to get delivered, you have to. Put yourself sometime back where you don't want to be In your mind To remember, to recall that situation To recall that thing Because see what the enemy love to do Is when he, because the Bible says he go away for a season So when he have left you And he's not bothering you Many times we feel like, oh wow, well, you know what? I was feeling down and I was feeling like rejection I feel good, I feel awesome Wow, I feel so good I can't believe I feel so good You know what? I'm delivered, I'm healed. But you know you didn't do anything uh, but whine and cry and complain and pout. And, 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 and just wanted to give up when you were dealing with this rejection. Now all of a sudden it's gone. Chances are the enemy has left you for a season. So what we have to learn to do is when that they have that peace, that season of peace. Not to go run into sin. Not to go and chill out and go find something to do and go... Uh, w- w- one of the biggest things I found out Is when you're dealing with a battle When you're battling something inside of your body Inside of your mind And it and it ceases That's only many times If you know if you know you haven't gotten deliverance Because you're going to know Then you need to take this quality time The time when the enemy leaves The time when the Bible talks about he leaves for a season You need to be battling And making sure that when he tries to come back He can't get back in not to go out and do these witnesses. You got to watch your witness. Because sometimes you go out and witness to these people because you feel excited. You feel even a, the anointing of God on you. When you feel anointing of God on you, it's not always to go out to witness. It's not always to go out to give in to anybody. It's a, sustain, a, a sustainer. Read the book of Matthew 4th chapter. When Jesus was tempted of the devil, at the end the Bible say. He was ministered to. So you can look at that as a. Uh, an, an angel came to minister to him. So you can look at that as an anointing, an assistance. And with that assistance, he was able to regain his strength and eat and do the things that meant uh, that, that were uh, wonderful or that were good for him to be able to continue the mission that his father had uh, sent him down to do. So, when you feel the presence of God, you feel excited and motivated after you went through a storm. Take time to recuperate. Take time to be prayerful. Take time to be strategic and plot and plan how to defeat the enemy when he may try to come back. Which he uh, most of the time will because that's what he do. It's not about him coming back. It's about him not staying. Because, you see, when he come back and he know that uh, the house is not... uh, it, it, the house is not empty It's been occupied by the Holy Ghost And you have uh, your armor on He can't get in And so guess what he's going to do He's going to gonna not come back so, so soon He's going to always try to come back But then his stay will be shorter and shorter You know you go Think about physically So you go And um, you stay at a hotel And if that stay is good Guess what? You say every time I come to this town, I'm going to what? Rent this hotel because I really had a good time. They really took care of me. So if you have the beds fluffy, your spiritual beds fluffy, you got the light on, you got the smelling good, you got the double bath water drawn. Every time he come to your body, he see it comfortable because sin makes it comfortable. That's his environment. See. We, as humans, our comfortability, we like, we like a nice bed that's fluffy and clean. And the sheets is, is, is uh, I mean, the uh, pillows are fluffed. And, and some people like carpet on, the f- on their feet. Some people like hardwood floors or whatever your taste is physically. So, you know, comfortable, cool, it's hot outside, it's cool inside, you yeah, nice meal. So we like comfortable things as humans. Well, the enemy's comfortability is some sin. Some nice perversion, some, 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 some wickedness. So when he come and he find those things inside of you, he's like, "Oh my," you know. I ain't gonna say gosh, but he'll say, "Oh wow, they really got it set up good in here for me." Wow, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna get several more people, most, more, more, I mean, several more demons, more wicked than myself, and, and we're gonna come in to dwell. Amen. So that is uh, things that we have to be prayerful for amen so the other part of this thing strengths versus weaknesses strengths versus weaknesses this is one of the issues on our subtopics of rejection strength versus weakness as a practical exercise try writing down 10 positive character qualities in your life 10 character qualities in your life and only two weaknesses all the things you hate about yourself has to do with your uh that uh, has has something to do with your behaviors and write those down write those down and then you will be able to see the difference. So once again write down 10 positive character qualities in your life and two weaknesses that has something to do with your behaviors. And because we are so heavily programmed and focused on our weakness we can't find our strengths most likely you do this 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 little activity you'll find out that you'll find most people will find more um, things negative about themselves than positive. Now what, 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 what what's amazing is if you talk to someone trying to defend yourself, you will find more qualities about yourself in front of people versus behind the scenes. So in spite of the pain we have survived. Survival is our strength. When we bring the strength to maturity, our survival instincts become our motivation to achieve our goals. We have to be watched in God's love. We have to we have to love. People of God, you got to love. We you have to love, my God, you have to love. You can't you can't you cannot overcome what you're dealing with, dealing with rejection if you don't love. And I'm 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 gonna I'm trying to work on time here, so I'm gonna read this little bit part here and I'm gonna have to let you go. And we're gonna part this. So it's gonna be part one and I'm gonna get back to this next week. Power of words. That has something to do with rejection. Rejection. So we have more strengths than we have weaknesses. But we hate the weaknesses we have and that is all we focus on let me say that again we have more strengths than we have weaknesses but we tend to focus more on the weaknesses than the strengths and when we find the weaknesses or we focus on them that's all we focus on we spend huge amount of time and energy trying to avoid rejection and many times many people will manipulate so you won't reject me you will control so you won't reject me, or so you won't get rejected, or you will live in denial. Oh, I'm good. Nothing's wrong with me. What, what, I'm fine. I'm fine. What do you mean? Why you keep asking me if I'm all right? I'm all right. I'm all right. And so now you're not gonna deal with the issues that that's at hand. And guess what? You won't be able to walk in the deliverance that you so desire. And not only that, you did desire the law. Wants you to have it. You know, it's 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 one thing. To desire something But it's another thing When someone else wants you to um, To have it also And So we know the ways In which we re- deal with Rejection We become like persons we hate Because of the injustice That they put upon us You know I'm not going to ever be like my daddy I'm not going to ever be like my mother I'm not going to ever be like this person And then you want to be in like that person and why? Because you open the doorway. You open the doorway because through you not trying to be like them, you um, um, not even consciously became them. And 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 so you know maybe you had an alcoholic parent, or you had somebody you know mother on drugs, and you may not have went as far as the drugs or alcohol, but you have. Um, You know you kind of like your mother She was edgy You kind of edgy Your father he didn't say much You don't really say much And you know And and now you dislike them And those people that rejected you Now you become like them You know I can't believe You know the church did me dust And so now you become Just like you say that they are So that could trigger you Into a huge reactive explosion You say I hate that man how can, I, how can you say, I'm just like my daddy? And we become like the one we focus on and pick up the negative traits. And that goes into our self-rejection fol- folder, if you will. That goes into our self-rejection folder. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to talk to your people we ask you Lord right now that you would Remove the pain That you will heal The bodies Rejection I come against you right now In the name of Jesus You and all your cohorts All of y'all become one Now I cast you out of the mind Of this person That's listening on today Yeah you will go you have no authority. And I pray Lord Jesus right now. That you would give peace and comfort. And that you would allow the person to. Be able to see where they need deliverance Lord. To be able to deal with this, the situation. To be able to deal with the situation. We come against every. Mind binding spirit. We come against everything that would try to distort and destroy what you've called, Lord. Your people are precious. This man of God is precious. This woman of God is precious. This boy or girl of God is precious on today. It's your people. You've called them, Lord. We come against everything that will try to attack them. We come against retaliation. We come against the spirit of oppression. The spirit of worry and fear. The spirit of not being good enough. We come against you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you on today. They love you on today, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to fix, repair the broken heart. Just let the Lord minister to you. The Lord is fixing it. The Lord himself. Is acquainted with rejection. The Lord himself is acquainted. The Lord Jesus is acquainted with it. Let him have it. You can't handle it. Let him have it. Lord we thank you for what you have done. And what you will do. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. We thank the Lord for you on today for those that tuned into the Contender of the Fate broadcast. And once again, if you desire to call in on Sunday, tomorrow, ten thirty AM Eastern Standard Time, you can at seven two zero eight two zero one five eight three. Once again, this is the contender of the, the contender of the fate broadcast, and I'm your host. Robert Jones, you be blessed.